You're listening to Minions and Musings. I go by Evil Jeff. Welcome to the podcast. Time to get down to another recording for this Minions and Musings podcast. I'm glad to have everybody listening in. So I said a while back that I wanted to answer uh, Jeremy's call, Frostoff, about his top three black and white illustrations from first edition. So I'm going to go ahead and do that here in this one. And at the end, well, actually, not at the end of it, after that, I'll go ahead and do um, top three from the basic and expert set, BX, the Moldvay Cook books there. Because that's the edition of the D&D I played probably the most. And the one that really captured my attention. And I think I have more fond memories of those black and white illustrations. Though I will say that out of the, the core three of first edition, the Player's Handbook, Dungeon Master's Guide, Monster Manual, um, were all really good. I mean, I like those drawings. Some of them I could care less for, honestly. But I think we all have some of those in our cupboard. But I want to go ahead and uh, put out my top three here for the black and white illustrations in the core three of first edition. And I went back through my books, looking at them, deciding which one do I like and so forth. And I finally said, you know what, which ones really were the ones that I always liked looking at or I would stop to kind of glance at it more or just I, I remember right off the top of my head. And if I remember off the top of my head, then it's more likely I, I was going to go after that one and liking it. So it was kind of hard. I mean, this top three is really very mutable. There's no real order. I, I can't say one of these is better than the other one. They're all right there at the very top of my list. But if I had to choose, I'd probably work it this way. For my number three black and white illustration, we go to the Dungeon Master's Guide. Go to page 34 in your DMG, and on the left-hand column, you've got an illustration right in the middle of the page in the hireling section underneath uh, spying, where you've got two characters, looks like a fighter and a wizard, wearing Mickey Mouse ears and have a little cone on their face to make them look like mice. And to the left of them, through an archway, you see these rather large mice, or maybe rats, that are praying, worshiping, some giant rat idol. It looks like it has gemstones for eyes, uh, a little bit of a sort of a sheen is what they're going for on the statue itself. So maybe gold-covered, two braziers in front of it with fire. And the caption underneath it, this had better work. And I always liked that illustration, just reminding me of no matter how many times we go through and make plans, sometimes these plans get a little silly. (laughs) You know, you always hope that it works. Though, 
how the fighter allowed himself to be uh, convinced by the mage is beyond me. You know, that's, I, that's, that's all on him personally. So, yeah, that's, that's my number three. You know, the, this had better work in the DMG on page uh, 34 there. Number two, and I could easily make this number one. In fact, I kind of flip-flop between this one and my number one as I list it out here. But I go back to the player's handbook. And if you go to page 108, you've got this full page black and white illustration. It's a stairwell going down from left to right. And in it, you've got, looks to be three dwarves and maybe a halfling on the right-hand side, two of them carrying torches. And above them on the wall is a magic mouth speaking. You know, really great black and white illustration. Um, gives you a real good sense of what a dungeon exploration could be. You know, I always kind of look at that picture there with the mouth speaking to them and thinking, you know, it's either warning them of doom ahead. But one thing that's really interesting about that particular picture, and if you look at it really closely, look at the hallway, the stairwell on the right-hand side, you know, as it goes down into the darkness, all the way down, somewhere down there at the bottom of the steps, there's these two little dots, representative eyes. And I don't know how many times I looked at that picture and it's like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And it wasn't until some time back I happened to notice that those two little dots right there, which I don't think I'd ever really realized were there. Oh yeah, notifications. you got to love notifications while you're doing a podcast. It wouldn't be an anchor podcast without them or something like that. But those two little eyes right there. And just a reminder of, you know, you never know what is in the dark. Something's coming to get you. It really is a, probably the best full-page illustration to me in the whole first edition. So, yeah, that's number two right there. Number one, and it's for just now, is tucked away back in the DMG in the alignment section, page 24. Over again on the left-hand column, just underneath chaotic evil, actually splitting the paragraph itself, is a black and white illustration titled, There is No Honor Among Thieves. And you see an open chest with some loot in it. There is a fallen adventurer next to it, obviously dead. There's light streaming in through uh, a grated window and what looks to be a thief that's slowly trying to go across some uh, stonework in there and you really just look at that and I get the feeling when I see this thief uh, since it was a you know, honor among thieves you see this guy like there's been some battle and he's lucky to be alive. It, I, I get that feeling of exhaustion from him every time I see this picture. 
But it really, I think, is one of the better, to me, I, I, I love this black and white illustration. Now, unlike Froth, I don't know who the artists are in here. I've looked, don't really see any markings in either, any of the three of those particular pictures. Um, and honestly, I'm not really that concerned with who the artist is. But if you happen to know, hey, uh, throw a line back at me. I'd like to at least get a better idea of who it was I like their artwork for. But yeah, that's my, my top three for black and white illustrations in the first edition. Yeah, the This Had Better Work out of the DMG, page 34. The Magic Mouth in the Stairwell, page 108 of the Player's Handbook. And There's No Honor Among Thieves, number one for me, on page 24, back in the DMG. So let's do the basic and expert rule books, the Moldvay Cook books. Uh, these are the, this is the main rule set that I, I love um, and I've used the most. In fact, I, I prefer to use basic. Um, I don't mind playing 1E. Uh, if I had my druthers, I'd probably end up playing more 2E because we like the, the, the splat books, those option books, and played a huge amount of it. I like the options in there, the skills that you have. Um, and granted, some of them could have just been done with flavoring, but you know, it, it added some stuff to it. But when you get down to it, you know, keeping it as simple as possible and using trappings, you know, let your character dress up a certain way, act a certain way, you can emulate a lot of that because, you know, a fighter is a fighter. You know, whether you're using a rapier like a swashbuckler, you know, or, you know, you're talking some barbaric type of guy that's using one-handed axe and a shield, you know, you're still just out there to cleave your way through things, tear it up. So I went back and looked through these books, and I got to tell you, when it comes to the basic and expert rule set, there's a lot that I love in there, a lot of illustrations. And it, this is probably the toughest for me out of the Mulvey Cook. And I looked at it, and I wrote some down, went back and forth, back and forth, and I couldn't commit to a top three. I couldn't. There was a tie for third place. There was a tie for third place. So, yeah, I could honorable mention it, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I, I think what I'm going to do here is I, I'll go with the top three. Um but, you know, yeah, third place, there, there was a tie. Third place, there was a tie there. So let's go ahead and talk about that one. Uh, in the basic rule set, uh, so tied for third place, on page B11 in the alignment page, over on the right-hand column, you've got probably the illustration that speaks volumes just by looking at the action. You've got 
three humans, three characters, and probably a goblin. The goblin is obviously bound, hands behind his back. Doesn't look like it's in a good spot. You've got some character all in black that's got a pretty long dagger that is being restrained by another character holding you know, one arm in with both his hands, preventing him from stabbing this goblin. And behind the guy in black that's kneeling down, there is a knight just kind of casually propped up against the wall, not giving a care in the world. And that picture evokes the three alignments that we use in BX so well, lawful, chaotic, and neutral. I mean, that picture right there, you could look at it and just say, lawful, neutral, chaotic. And I think anybody could look at that and understand how you would want to play your character. You could ignore all the words on that page, you know, except for the examples of alignment behavior right above that picture. You could ignore everything on that page except for that picture and really understand how to play an alignment. Now, tied for that also is probably the, the one picture, and I think many of us know it and like it well. Uh, oh, I should go back and mention that. Um, and I think that's Jeff D. that did the picture of the character alignments there. But if you flip over to page B20, bottom right corner, we have a character that they named Morgan Ironwolf. Yeah, chick in chainmail. You know, rather trope there. But uh, Jeff D, I believe, again here, it's a great picture. And I think that, you know, being a young teenager, probably caught my eye a lot more than that. And I look back on it now, and there's a lot of fondness with that black and white illustration. Very good action. Very good action in there. The pose that she has, holding up the shield, and has the sword at the ready. So really not giving a huge amount of space for an attack. It looks like she can react to it fairly quickly. But again, just seeing that and the name Morgan Ironwolf, I looked at it and I was like, you know, I, the whole Ironwolf thing, in fact, I believe I did name a character using that name once, maybe 500 times, I'm not sure exactly what. I thought Ironwolf was always a really cool name in there. So, yeah, so if we're tied for third place, uh, Morgan Ironwolf on page B20, the alignment picture B11. Number two, number one, again, hard to decide. Flip-flopping between the two. Um, but I think I settled in on both of the inside illustrations by Travis Willingham. No, excuse me, not Travis, Bill Willingham. And for me, number two is the inside illustration in the expert rule book. Uh, we've got three adventurers that look like they are from the basic set. Uh, having grown up a little bit since that 
first time. You've got a mage, uh, bald head, fire, or some magical energy crackling around his fingers. Got this elf with a horned helmet and sword and shield at the ready. And then what looks to be a dwarf with a short sword. Almost, to me, feels like a thief, but we know it's a dwarf, so... We can't sit there and call him a thief. This is basic and expert. And you're looking at it from the vantage of some sort of monster, and the monster's hands are coming out, you know, again, fingers crooked in sort of a claw-like fashion to start ripping and sharing, shredding and tearing. I like that picture so much. I know I went out and bought color pencils, extremely good set of color pencils, and that had to be, uh, I guess when I really started to mess with that was probably late 80s, um, went out to an art store and got color pencils and to really uh, do a ni- as nice of a job as I could coloring in that black and white illustration. It just, it captured my imagination that much. So yeah, for me, uh, inside cover, I guess that's page X1, isn't it? Yeah, that's page X1 uh, of the expert rule book, which means my number one black and white illustration is the one that started me all off. On page B1 of our basic rule book, therein lies another Willingham illustration of the four adventurers that are fighting most likely a red dragon since we have fire coming out. We've got on the right hand side a wizard with his stars and moon robe shooting an arcane bolt at the dragon. A archer, looks like a knight with a bow shooting it. An elf that is uh, using her shield to deflect the flames, and right up against the dragon, there's a dwarf with his hammer. Not sure how the dragon lets him get up that far, but I know this is another one of those pictures that I was like, you know, I've got to color this one. And I've seen several different color renditions of this that people have done, but it really is, to me, it caught my attention and said, dude, you know, go in and do this. Now, granted, the, uh, Errol Otis covers on both the basic and expert set also do it for me as well, but those aren't black and white, those are color. So, all right. So yeah, the the Willingham in basic rule book B1, that's my number one illustration. I think that's really my favorite out of all the pictures, and it really was tough. I think that does it for this episode of Meanings and Musings. Uh, thank you for listening. I just reminded myself that I don't think I heard many other of the anchorites out there that have done a top three of their black and white illustrations, first edition or basic and expert rule set. And I'm really thinking about it. I might do the Metzner ones, though that is mostly, uh, who is it, Elmore, and Easley, I think, are the ones that did most of the illustrations throughout that. The other one that I know I would look through is my 
rule cyclopedia, which is an entirely different set of illustrations. Uh, different feeling out of those, honestly. And I really like what what we got in the early 80s with the illustrations. Um, a little bit more maturity in the Metzner stuff. And Rule Cyclopedia, and I think about it, a little bit more maturity with it. Um, but speaking to a slightly more a slightly broader audience, and at that point, probably older audience as well, in general. So yeah, um, all you anchorites out there, they're listening to this. If you haven't done a top three black and white illustrations out of the um, first edition rule books, basic expert, Jeremy threw down the gauntlet several weeks back. I'm picking it back up and throwing it back down again. Let's hear what you guys have to say. I'd like to hear some of your thoughts on it. And now that I say that, I think I'll also see if I can get one of my minions or both the minions uh, to go through it. I might actually pull out my physical copies. Oh, man, I want to be careful with those. (laughs) Um, Get my physical copies and let them go through the basic and expert rule book and come up with their top three illustrations, what they like the most out of them. And maybe I'll do that for one of the next podcasts. All right. Well, that's enough for this one go-round. I guess I'll hear from you guys later. And remember, wherever you go, look both ways before you cross the street. My golden ring on, seen I went down where War and peace collided inside the dragon's lair. What pleasure is your master?